1: Welcome to TFM Tiscally Forum members. I'm Dak from there, known also on the web and showing up in the Tortue Pro client as Dave AC. That little short introduction was some pod safe music. The actual title of it is called Lady of the Lake. It should have put us into a nice relaxing uh, mood. And To just uh, set the scene again before I introduce uh, Desilu in the room with me, Uh, I want to just uh, go through the usual invite and call out. Um, The thrust of the uh, idea of this call is for people who subscribe to uh, the internet via the ISP Tiscally, mainly in the UK, and that... uh, write and read on their forums. And this is to give them an audio platform in which to do general discussions. And when we have a number of people in the room, we can have conversations that arise uh, from and follow on from uh, uh, things that have been posted in the forums are of general interest to those of us in the room. Um, just going to give you some little statistics that I like to do each week just to give you an idea of the the, the, the size and scope of um, the forums um, and uh, let me just put the link up first because um, although uh, if you're listening to this later you won't be able to see it, it is possible to retrieve these text links at a later date. Okay, uh, so the threads at the moment are uh, 12,868. Uh, The number of posts active is over 140,000. And the membership, we had a dip down last week and uh, um, Desilu that's in the room with me suggested it might well be some sort of housekeeping that had gone on because they dropped a couple of hundred. Well, they're up from last week's uh, 2,000... Sorry, 6,244 to 6,295. So that's an increase of uh, 51 people. Now, Remember, with Tiscali there are over 1.8 million members. We're just talking about the people that have signed up to actually post on the forums. And, of course, there are an awful lot of people called lurkers who will read those forums, but have perhaps not got round to registering their name and so on. So um, there we are. Oh, and I should have just say that the newest member is Rod Patron. Welcome. And today's birthdays are Debon Chippy and sarah so uh, happy birthday to those i hope those people will find us uh, because i put announcements in the forums and i will uh, prompt people where to find this audio later it can also be got from itunes right uh, i used to do a very long intro before you can check back to our older recordings if you want to learn more about getting on to talk and joining us and as i said to um uh, Alfea, Desilu um, that's, should, I should say by the way that if you do join you it, it can help if you have the same name in both I don't <laughs> I'm Desilu I'm D- Dak on the Tiskler Forums but Dave AC here and uh, Desilu here is Alfea on the Forums and it's about time I said hello to her uh, Hello Desilu
0: Hi Dave
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Thank you for being patient and waiting while I got through that. Well, um, as usual, uh, one of the uh, the threads that interests both yourself and myself uh, is the photography thread. So, um, what have you spotted this last week on it? Well, this
0: week the salon, which was set by Oi, was called Drama, and you could interpret it any way you like. I thought it was rather a hard subject, actually, and there weren't many entries. But the winning entry was by Yorkshire Rose, and she entitled it Kitchen Sink Drama. And there were three cookie toys sitting on the draining board with a teddy face down in the sink. And it was just so hilarious. I think it was absolutely brilliant.
1: It reminded me of toy story, wasn't it? It was a bit of a who and a who does at the same time.
0: Well uh, all you said, I tell you the Frog did you? you could tell I look
1: on his face. It was very inventive, it certainly was. Very. But it, it, um, I must admit I racked my brains to try and come up with one. Uh, now I must admit there must be some uh, uh, forum members that they're one of two things. They either have got the camera, you know, uh, surgically attached to their bodies. So. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're just out and about. Perhaps they're, they, you know, they they travel great distances because they always seem to catch things. And of course, you are allowed to use, um, you know, photographs from your back catalogue of things as long as it's a picture that you yourself have taken. And, of course, uh, you can only enter a thing once. You can't sort of, uh, you know... Uh, if you've got a picture of a... Well, there's no such thing as a blue pigeon. But if you've got a picture of a blue pigeon, you can't enter it into a blue competition, then enter it into a wildlife competition, then enter it into a bird competition, and then into it into a, you know, fowls or feathers competition. You know, you, once you've entered your picture, you know, you've got to come up with something else. But it doesn't have to have been taken specifically for that event. And, um, of course, the, the prize, as you and I know, is that uh, if you win, you get to choose uh, the, the coming week's topics. Do you know what Yorkshire Rose has chosen this week?
0: It's called Blue.
1: Now, I think I must have yeah. given that away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I noticed that Nidham, within about... Uh, I don't know, within about minutes, it seems, of the competition going up. Got a picture of our... Now, I'm not too sure here whether it's a butterfly or a moth, but it's a something blue. Um, it's a
0: butterfly.
1: It's a butterfly, right. Okay. I'll take your word for that. Yeah, There won't be many blue skies because I think we've only had one blue sky this year. So... Um, uh, but, yes, um, a thread that... Uh, is one of the threads that I go to um, virtually every time I log on. Um, and, and one of the things I do do, um, it may not appear that I'm on the Tiskelly forums that often, but I, I must admit I now tend to often go to the main page, uh, scan uh, the latest posts, uh, and then decide to log in. Now, that's probably not the best way of doing it because one of the advantages of logging in is it will show you the new posts since you last uh, were in and of course as I was very remiss with yourself until recently if you're not logged in you can't see any private messages that are waiting for you and uh, a couple of times I've been about to do this show just logged in and there's been a private message from somebody saying sorry Dave can't make it to TFM but uh, you know I'll listen later so um, really it's my bad that I don't do that I want to just um, mention um, one thing that's not related, actually, to the forums. Then I'll come back to you, uh, Desilu, and ask you about any other threads that have caught your eye. And then, hopefully, we will make uh, time for a discussion we were going to do last week, but uh, tortue was misbehaving. We were going to talk a little bit about our common interest in science fiction books. But um, I just want to address something. I was on another Tortue show called Tech with Mike, that is done uh, Sunday evenings, as it is in the UK. And um, let me just uh, see if I've got his ID number. Um, it's torture ID uh, 24742. And um, he was saying that there's an awful lot of... Um First of all, just let me remind me. you, um, you haven't joined um, Facebook yet, have you? No,
0: I, I did join Twitter in a Oh,
1: we must talk about I that in a minute.
0: Well, I don't know
1: what to do now i <laughs> Right, well, let me just get this little piece out of the way and we'll, we will talk about Twitter because I was so pleased to see that you've done that because one of the ways I can send an alert out for this show is via um, not my own Twitter, although I have done that, but by the uh, Tiscally FM Twitter and I'll put that link in in a moment. But um, in the Facebook, which is one of these... Um, what you might call um, a social network um you you can have certain friends see your site and so on but you can allow applications to have access to your profile and one of the things you're always getting is requests from other people to uh, do this quiz or do that quiz or you know how good are you at naming these people but there's been a couple that have been going on recently where uh, i think the one he was quoting was called uh, you know, find out what your IQ is, and you do the test, and then you click to find out what your result is, and it doesn't tell you. Then you have to follow another link, and then another link, and then it ends up, and you've you've fed in a, a bit of information, and then it finally asks you for your mobile phone number because oh. it wants to send you your results by mobile phone. And a friend of his did that, and. Uh, when her phone bill came the next week it was up by 10 pound a month and what in actual fact she'd done by uh giving this number she'd signed up to a weekly text uh, uh thing so they sent her a weekly message out via text and charged her 10 pound for the privilege um now she managed to get it stopped but the 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 uh, the moral or the uh, the thing is um you know what they do with these things is you know they give you they ask you for information that you, you you're quite willing to give because you've probably given it out already five or ten times on different sites so you think well it's out there it doesn't matter you give that then they go on to another site. And then by the time you've invested all that time in there's only one more thing to put in and you think you perhaps your judgment goes out the window and you put it in and then as i say um, you're signed up for something so Don't give out your mobile phone. There's not really, unless uh, you're on a a site where you're doing something like your banking or somewhere like that, and you look for the padlock, the secure padlock, and where the address bar is, it will be a letter S after the HTTP. So it will be HTTPS, and that stands for secure site, and you should see the padlock. But otherwise, that, don't uh, give that out. Now, I have don't you me <laughs>
0: doing Adrian, Right, I yeah. don't now, Know my number.
1: Well, I'm not having that embarrassment. Because I said, well, I never ring myself. I don't know it. And you can't have it so stuck on the back. It looks, you know, you may as well have your name printed on your forehead, you know, and tell That's everybody right. you're an idiot. Um, so, yes. Um, well, for Twitter, um, uh, you've joined it. That's great. Now, what you, what you would need to do is. Um, I don't suppose... Have you started following me yet?
0: No. Um, they, gave, right. they gave me a certain number to follow and I'm not really interested in them. Apart from Neil Gaiman, they gave me, which, fair enough, I, I like Neil Gaiman.
1: Right. Well, like, I put my Twitter in there, there you see. Now, if you were to copy that link and click it onto a web page, you would come to my Twitter page and under my name... Under the my name and the little profile picture should be a button that says "Click to follow
0: Hang on, Dave. I have to
1: go. Yes, 10. okay, that's fine well whilst you're doing that, let me uh, carry on talking because um, there is also a Twitter link for this particular program so um, it's quite straightforward in the in the pro clients as you are now. The little bubble. Are you back with your pen? No.
0: Sorry about
1: that. No. Just reminded me I'm a I'm a I'm a, a a a very great fan of the old Tony Hancock radio shows. And he did one call
0: I knew you were gonna say that.
1: <laughs> and it's um, the Tony Cancock, the, the the radio ham. And he's got these people drifting about in the South China Seas, trying to give them the latitude or longitude. And he says, Give it. And he said, i on got a minute, my pen's broken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you talking about, man? We're,
1: we're sinking in the South China
0: Seas and you can't find a pencil. <laughs> and, You've um, got one. It's ridiculous. I've normally got one. I this the ham is found the side of me. But um, I haven't got my pencil. I normally
1: right. have. Yeah. Well, of course, the easy way is that when I put it in the Pro Client, where that little grey bubble is that says twitter. Com dvc, if you right-click on that with your mouse, a little blue copy button should come up, Right. and you click left-click on the copy button. And you've then copied that address. Oh,
0: down now. <laughs> I right. To write things down.
1: Okay. Well, let me. Uh, I think you've all you've started to follow the tiscally one, but I'll put that in for anybody else for a later date. But basically, under the icon should be uh, the word follow, and once you click on it, that will say you are now following. Now, the reason for doing that is that means that every time I send something, um, you, uh, you will get to see it as well. That has a further advantage is that when you go to my Dave AC page, you will see um, a series of links to the top right, and it will show you how many people I'm following. And currently, I'm following uh, 279 people. Uh, followers, 216 people are following me. But if you click on either of those, if you right-click on either of those, it will open a new window and it will list all the people that I'm following. So you may want, I mean, to get you onto to a few links, you could follow and look down, see so and follow. Like, you see, um, I'm interested in science fiction. Now, one of the people I'm following is uh, Noel Clark, who was one of the... Actors in the Doctor Who Not all the Doctor Who actors have, have, have Put themselves on Twitter but he has um, uh, Working Lunch That is on uh, the TV Here in the UK um, I've written a few times to them So I follow Work in Lunch Because often uh, they'll put little Messages in about what today's Show is going to be and so on So uh-huh. uh, Twitter is basically Useless if nobody's following you and you're following nobody because you're talking to yourself, really, otherwise.
0: Well, I did wonder. <laughs> um, yeah. my on it. I, I'm supposed to be looking for her. I'll do that later. Um, right,
1: yeah. join up. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do is, um, that's probably enough of that for this particular show. I'll play uh, a little um, TFM uh, invite now and then we'll move on to talking about science fiction so if you want to just do any little housekeeping there for a minute I'll play this, it's about 40 seconds Hi, this is Dave AC also known as DAC on the Tiscali Forums I'd like to invite you to a weekly podcast that goes out live on the Talks You site every Monday at 7pm GMT The Talks name is TFM Tiscally Forum Members and its ID is 30776. It's there for the community of people who post and read on the Tiscally Forums. Please join us live. Or failing that, listen to the downloads later that can be got from the TalkShoe site itself or from iTunes. This is Dave AC, hoping to see you soon. Bye. Right, that's... um, that and I'm just going to put one more link in if I may. And this is uh, you've joined, uh, you said you've joined Twitter this week, and uh, we'll have a little conversation after the recording if you want any help with that. But uh, as uh, another week's gone by, I've joined something else. Now I'm going to put a link up here, uh, write it down if you're interested or not. Uh, as I say, these links are safe. but don't go to this site, it's called Mogulus. So that's www, I'm going to spell it now, M-O-G-U-L-U-S dot com, then forward slash Dave AC. Remember, I'm back on fiscally, but Dave AC on most of the places. Now, what this is, it's another video site. Now, we're doing this as an audio cast, but a couple of the audio casts that I do go on, the people who host it are thinking of moving to video now i do my um, uh, dave ac uh, video blog that's daveac.blip.tv but with this one i can leave what's you can think of it as like a, if you ever remember going to the pictures and they used to play the pathé news and there was like a newsreel of things i can play like a little continuous newsreel i don't actually have to be on it and they don't have to wait once a week to see it. They click on that page and they'll see up to an hour's worth of little clips of stuff I put up. And in theory, of course, uh, every, every few weeks I change that. So that's the new site i joined this week, uh, Mogulus, www.mogulus.com forward slash AC. Right, now we're 20 minutes into the show, um, we've done enough uh, talking about what we've been about, we've done a little bit about Tiscli Forums, and we held over our little chat because we found out that we were both uh, science fiction uh, uh, fans, you m- more to reading the books, uh, and I'm more, well I am in the reading books, but also into the actual uh, science fiction series and films and so on. So. Um, do you want to start? Do you want to give me some of your references, or our favourite authors, or what you've read?
0: Well, I've been reading science fiction since I was 13, so. Um, oh, 15, 15 years then. 15 years. Oh, I like this man. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the latest series of books that I've finished. Um, just before Christmas were the Sword of Truth series by Terry Goodkind I don't know if you've come across them but they start off with one book called Wizard's First Rule and it's a cracker I thought it was one off because it stands alone it's a fantastic book and I read it and um, just happened to mention to my sister how much I'd enjoyed it. And she said, well, didn't you know there's five books? I said, good (laughs) grief, how marvellous. She said, "Oh, I've got the other four. I'll bring them for you. Even better. By now, my friend had borrowed the first room and was also interested. Then we found out by talking to someone else that there were nine books in the series. So... I bought another two, and my friend bought another two. So between the three of us, we had nine.
1: Well, I've got, then, got some good news for you. There yeah. are eleven.
0: Oh yes, I've read them all. We we eventually um, found, you know, we started following Barry, um, and uh, we found out number ten, and then we were waiting on ten to hooks for number eleven. We thought the 10th was going to be the last, you see. And then when 11 came out, we said, I don't believe it, not until I get to the last page. I won't believe it's the last one. But it was. But it's been a fantastic series. Um, There's a lot of, which, which I don't like, I don't like brutality. And unfortunately, there was a lot of brutality about halfway through when a certain character entered. A lot of brutality came into the series, and right. I used to have to skip those pages because it was pretty gruesome. But apart from that, you know, you've got wizards, magic, all kinds of fabulous creatures—absolutely entertaining.
1: Right. Well, I've brought up the
0: scale.
1: I brought up the wiki page. You know, I won't obviously give the 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 story away, but there is a synopsis. I've put the link up there, so I'm just reading that. Um, and it's 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 got its own universe, the Sword of Truth universe. Uh, oh, so yes. let me put that link up because um, these are these are places you can check out after the show, perhaps. And um, it says the series is set in a world comprised of two major regions, the New World and the Old World. The New World consists of three lands, with Westland in the west, Dahara as it in the east, and the Midlands. At in the centre of the two. Dahara is ruled by a magically gifted member of the Rahal family, Is it? while the welfare of the Midlands is decided by a council of representatives led by the Mother Confessor, who is also the leader of the Confessors. The Confessors are a group of women who each have magical power to force a person to become an entirely devoted to them, allowing them to fulfil their purpose to find the truth. Westland, a land of no magic, is also ruled by a council of representatives. The old world is not introduced until the second book in the series, and its geographical features are described in less detail. And I suppose that's enough to uh, give people an outline without giving away any of the storyline. So it certainly sounds quite an involved thing. And uh, are you led to believe... I mean, uh, uh, I take it that the writers... Um, You know, young enough to keep producing these for some... Oh, hang on. Oh, it just says The Illustrator. Now, what's this? Um, uh, Keith Parkinson served as the cover artist for all the novels of the first edition, apart from The Wizard's First Rule and Blood of the Fold. New hardbacks and paperbacks editions of those two books were later published with new cover illustrations. Parkinson sadly died on the 26th of November 2005 but not before completing the cover art for the last two novels in the series.
0: And they are quite lavishly
1: decorated, yeah. They
0: are. They're they're really good covers.
1: Really good illustrations. But the author... Oh, uh, Terry Goodkind, born in
0: 1948
1: in Nebraska, USA. Yeah. And have you read it? Has he got any other... series of books or is this the one he's mainly known for?
0: As far as I know there's a Sword of Truth series and then he brought out a little book which is like a prequel to Wizard's First Rule which was A Gift of Bones and uh, I came across that I've read that as well
1: And there's a no- novel called Debt of Bones
0: Oh that's it sorry not the Gift of Bones Is that, is that the bones? one?
1: right i'm not i'm not, yeah. na- not second guessing you here I've just got the wiki page up which is uh, uh, yeah. quite often a handy thing to do okay so um you've basically been working your way through the series and you've actually got through the the eleven books now are you have you yes
0: yes I read them all in twelve months right <laughs> <laughs> and oh, oh. coming to the late. Yeah, It might have been a long time before I gotten on to them. But if anybody's thinking about it, I can recommend Wizard's First Rule as a very, very good book on its own. If you, know, if you don't, feel if you don't it want to tackle the whole 11. lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a very good book, but I would suggest that after you've read it, you will be gagging to the next one. It's great. <laughs>
1: And which which one in the series is that? Does that have a number on it or anything? Is that? Well,
0: it, the subtitle of all the following books is like Wizard's Second Rule, Wizard's Third Rule. Ah, World.
1: of course, right, but, of course.
0: But they have a proper title as well. I can't obviously remember them all. Right. But, um.
1: Right. Uh, it, Wizard's First Rule.
0: Series.
1: Yeah, Stone of Tears, Blood of the Fold, Temple of the Winds, Soul of the Fire. Faith of the Fallen, The Pillars of Creation, Naked Empire, Chainfire, Phantom, Confessor.
0: That's right, yes. I must say, um that's just brought a lot of memories back because he builds it up to such a set a a peak in book ten that you think, How are they going to sort this out? You know, how is Richard the hero ever going to win? And um, it, it's he's got little tricks all the time, and he kept piling on the agony towards the end till we couldn't hardly bear it, you know. But right you know,
1: now, sorry to interrupt there, but I take it you're right. looking you're looking forward to May two oh no that May two thousand and eight it says here not two thousand and nine. It says here TV series adaptation. Have you heard anything about that?
0: Yes, um, I've heard that they're going to do an animated version of Wizards First Rule, and I've been led to believe that it's Disney who are doing it. How they're going to do it, I don't know, because, well, I suppose with animation you can do things, and I suppose they'll have to tame it down, because it's um, it's got some really gruesome things in it, but... Um, I'd be very
1: interested to see it. Well, it says here on the wiki that they were, it's going to be renamed The Legend of the Seeker, but it says here um, it was going to be a live-action TV weekly series, but whether that now has been, you know, rethought into doing the uh, the animated one instead. Well, but, um, the last I heard it
0: was going to be animated. If you yeah. did try to do a series,
1: I mean, I never thought
0: they could make
1: Lord of the Rings into a film, so... Well, and that's exactly. Good. Exactly,
0: yeah. Um, that right, amazing, well,
1: wasn't it? I'll just talk about... Uh, well, I mean, in lots of science fiction, but wh- while you come back to me another, I'll have to talk about um, one of my uh, really great series then. Now, where's the first one? It's called the Doomeress series, and it's by a writer called E.C. Tubb. Now this man, he's still alive I believe, he's about 80 odd, um, might be 87 or 88, he's such a prolific writer that he writes under nearly 60 different names. Oh. He writes cowboy stories under one name, he writes crime novels under another, he's basically... One would imagine you—if his writing wasn't any good—you could accuse him of being a pulp fiction writer. Uh, you know, because you know, uh, I mean, um, like some of the books I've got here, I'll embarrass myself now. The price tag on them is like two and six. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a few of those. <laughs> In fact, I think I've got one somewhere that was one and six. And for those uh, any Americans listening to us, two and six. Um, well, six p's will come up to two and a half new p. So we're talking about ten new p, which is about uh, fifteen cents. Or t- it's a, a fifteen cent. Uh, we're not far short of Sherlock Holmes and he's what is it? Uh, Penny was it? Penny Black, something's coloured or something. The, uh, Penny Plain, something's
0: coloured, yeah. <laughs> so there we are.
1: Anyway, it starts off, uh, it's called, the writer's E.C. Tob, and it starts off with The Winds of Gath. Now, there are 30 books in the series, although he's written one or two little short uh, stories after that, and it basically involves this young lad who. Uh, Earth is vastly overcrowded. It doesn't say you when, but there are, um, you know, space is fairly wild and free. So that, you know, there are lots of populated worlds in his uh, universe. But there may be a world where there may only be one one or two towns or cities on it. You know, there's a spaceport. This is sort of an official town. And then there's like ramshackle space drifters that that, that get there. Lose the money a bit like Las Vegas, and they can't get back off the off the planet again. So they get exploited. Uh, you know, if there's if there's minerals on the uh, on the planet, they get exploited like that. Or if there are strange exotic creatures, they get exploited to chance their arm at going to capture them. Uh, or they joined uh, circuses for entertainment? So it's very sort of almost a mixture of high tech and sort of the uh, medieval Roman. ...type of things... ...in the sense of... ...you know... Um, ...side by side... ...of the rich and famous... ...you know... ...in their... ...individual spaceships... ...there are people that... ...you know... ...they're just... ...they're, they're basically... ...not sold into slavery... ...but... Uh, ...you know... ...they... ...you know... They, ...they... ...they incur a debt... ...and then they sort of... ...have to spend 20 years... ...paying the debt off... ...but if they're working in some... godforsaken mine... ...at 100 degrees... ...the chances are they'll die... ...before... ...they ever clear it... ...anyway... Um, this young lad uh, stowaways upon a ship. Now, what happens is, because of the vast differences between worlds, uh, they jump into like a hyperdrive. So this lad, between the starts of the story and when he first jumped into the spaceship, he's travelled something like a thousand, two thousand journeys. Now, when you're on the actual ship, uh, one way of travelling is what's called uh, slow time. In other words... You take this uh, drug and to you the journey only seems to have taken three or four days or three or four weeks. But in actual fact the journey might have taken five years. So basically the amount of time that's travelled in his lifetime from going from a young boy of about 10 or 12 to being 30 is something like 10,000 years. And the whole plot of the story is... That's just setting it up. The whole plot of the story is he wants to find Earth again. But Earth is now classed as a mythical planet. Because what has happened in the intervening time about a thousand years ago, um, they they reset where Galactic Zero was and they set the whole... All the star charts were redrawn from that. So nobody knows the old coordinates of Earth. And it was abandoned, you see. So, But the whole point is it's... Um, it's a little bit like um if you remember the fugitive um you know the old classic series yeah. are, um, are um the invaders that was done on the 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 Roy Finn's invader series basically is oh, wow. a man yet yeah, is basically a man on the run and he has to survive by his wits so mm-hmm. e- each planet he arrives at he hasn't got enough money to get to the next planet so he has to uh, earn money, and the only way he can earn it is because he's got he's got his fighting skills, he's got his wits, and and he has to take on you know uh, somebody will say to him right, this five thousand credits if you go and capture that creature that's loose in the thingy, or um, bring back this prisoner who's escaped, or um, we want you to go and get this uh, very precious um, um, drug uh, but it grows in this um, only in one place in this one valley. That's populated by, you know, cannibals. You, you, you know, so, so basically the story um, outline is basically just to set a series of tasks for him to go. Uh, so you could argue that they're almost um, uh, wild west in space in a way. But I, I really love them. I'm, I mean, there are thirty of them, and I must have reread them about four times each. And uh, the other thing which is fascinating because they are old books and I'll stop now because I, I realise I've talked for some time is that um, um, they're, they're virtually all out of print so uh, you know I used to go to jumble sales and bookshops and Oxfam shops and the joy you would not believe the joy when you come across um, you know number 27 I haven't got 27 <laughs> <laughs> I've how much I, do you want for How much for know. you um, yeah and yeah. then the woman at the house said well Would you mind paying 30 pence for it? Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And you come, I'll have read it by the end of the night when I get home. (laughs) I've been
0: the same around charity shops and bookshops looking for old books. And it's such a thrill when you do find one, I know that feeling.
1: Yeah, it's amazing how number of the, the the books, although in actual fact, I think when we were talking about it before, a lot of the science fiction, I used to talk more well-known ones, uh, you know, uh, Nebula Award winners and Hugo Award winners. Um, uh, they were done by uh, Victor Galanz. And if you ever, as um, you know, I know you're getting on for 28 now, but, you know, a few years back when you went to the library, you used to see all these mm. books with yellow sleeves on them in the science fiction yeah. sense, uh, With yeah. the, the the black uh, button shape with a, a yellow S in it. So they were f- so easy to find on the shelves. And uh, as soon as I saw a yellow book in the science fiction... Uh, knew it was a Victor Golan's book it was nearly always one of the you know, the star writers uh, you know, Frederick Paul or Arthur C. Clarke or Isaac Asimov or uh, you know, uh, Theodore Sturgeon or one of the really big, great names in science fiction Uh, and so I would read all those now they're bringing quite a number of those out in sort of a reprinted format so um, excellent, now I have talked a long while, uh, I'm going to ask you if there's any more you want to talk about. And I think what we may well do is, because the show's getting on for 40 minutes now, is we'll perhaps revisit this subject from time to time because it's obviously one that interests both of us. Um,
0: a- any other
1: books you just wanted to mention in the meantime before we we perhaps bring yeah, the show to an if end? If I could just,
0: just mention my favourite
1: one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: no. I, um, I'd like to recommend it to you because right. it's science fiction with humour called The Flying Sorcerers by Larry Niven and David Gerald
1: oh, I like Larry and Niven.
0: Yes, yeah, so do I. And it is, it's hilarious. Um, it's a scientist who's in a little sort of space pod who has a problem with his space pod and lands in an unusual... I think the uncharted planet and um, how he gets on with the residents the people live in nests and trees and they have um, a sorcerer every village or town has its own sorcerer and the sorcerer right. doesn't get on with the scientist he's jealous and there's all kinds of misunderstandings. it's absolutely hilarious
1: Okay. Well, do you think you could just um, type the because the the sound was a little bit broken up there? Could you just oh. in in that box the submit chat? Could you just try t- typing the title in? And if while you do that, I'll bring the recording to an end, and you can just perhaps tell me a little bit more detail after that. Is that possible for you to do? Just click put yeah. your mouse into that box and type the name, and with that, whilst um, uh, Desilu uh, does that uh, I'll bring this show to an end we're hoping that some of the people will still try and join us Ellie or Silver Fox our uh, Frankie our Carol uh, Stanzia uh, and uh, maybe some of the people from the photography forum will uh, catch this show and realise that we do talk about that quite some, uh, quite often and join us so this is um, Dave AC from uh, Fiscally Forums with Desilu, that's Althea, um, wishing you um, uh, a happy Mother's Day from uh, this last weekend and hoping that you will uh, either listen to this show uh, each week, catch the earlier shows if you're not quite sure how to join and um, hopefully come on live. And with that, thanks very much and bye all. Bye